Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Welcome in to the DMVR Fantasy Podcast, right as the music comes on in the bar. That's Perfect how timing. lit today's show is going to be. Sure is. Producer guy being upgraded from behind the desk to in front of the screen. Mama, I made it. <laughs> truly, truly. Yep. And you are not our only breakout star today. Yeah. We have a Motown hero, but... Let's not get into Motown it. Motown hero, come on. <laughs> yeah. Right. Wow, dude. Talk about burying the lead six feet under. That's right. My God. Um, I'm personally hurt. Yeah, we shouldn't bury the lead six feet under. This is our Tuesday show. You guys showed up with a bunch of questions, which we love. So we got to get to those. We've got a ton to recap. Got some waiver stuff to get into, some bets to settle, so on and so forth. But we are also presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, yeah. the number one sportsbook. In America. Number one, baby. This is mm. where we're going to get this out the way nice and quick. Oh, God. With the we're just going to rush through it like We're this? just going to go through the Broncos game because oh, okay. two unsung heroes. Brandon McManus and this Broncos defense probably won some, won some games mm-hmm. this Very week. Very properly sung. I don't know. 5% of leagues owned. Really? That's right, son. Oh, I guess it's just around here. Do maybe. you own him in any leagues? Uh, no, because he's already taken. Exactly. No, but the problem is I play with so many Broncos <laughs> fans. He's like the first kicker off the board all the time. I'm in a league with Broncos fans. Got him easy breezy. Really? Wow. Oh, disrespecting. People disrespecting. Two notes from the Broncos game aside from the unsung heroes. One, Tim Patrick's Drew Locke's favorite target. And probably has to be owned in leagues right now. Do yes. that against Stephon yeah. Gilmore and show that kind of confidence with your new quarterback. I'm paying attention, especially with Sutton out the rest of the year. That's the guy he replaces. Hamler or Fant coming back isn't going to impact that too much. We didn't make a big deal of his last week. I think this, now it's time to pay attention. Back-to-back 100-yard games. Yeah. he. Yeah. It's definitely that time. And, and I like what you said about him being Cortland Sutton's replacement. Because that was where Drew Locke was looking last year. He wanted to get the ball to Cortland Sutton. He wants to go downfield. Tim Patrick's that guy right now. And I'm not sure if he's worthy of a start, but you probably should pick him up. Here's my question, though. It's Lamar Jackson's bye week. I put in a claim for Drew Locke. Mm -hmm. Is that a terrible idea? Or can I say that maybe I can get away with it because I... I'm not excited about it. I'm just really excited about Drew. I mean, Kansas, he made a lot of good throws. And I know that it's probably a bad decision, but how bad of a decision is it? It's going to be a the, shootout against Kansas City. What? But, it's a snow game. Well, that was yeah. gonna, that's what I was going to say. Is it's going to be in the snow. And if you watch the game last year where they played in the snow, this they is a terrible really... terrible decision. They I knew exactly how to game plan for Drew Locke. This is so a terrible I'm not decision. excited about it. Yeah. I'm 0-5 in that league. 
Is Tannehill no, ava- available in this league? What? I, he shouldn't be. Shouldn't it be no, available? I, people are still sleeping on Tannehill. Patrick's the big takeaway from the Broncos. Sure. To me, the Patriots, there's both not too much to read in this. And also, like, look, there's yeah. no running back or wide receiver, certainly no tight end that you're excited to start on this team. My greater takeaway, though, from the Patriots is the Seahawks game was an aberration. That's the worst secondary in the NFL. This is a run-first yeah. team. You're only going to get so much out of Cam Newton. I uh, think so. I, 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 For now. I know when there's, like, all this stuff about them not having practice this week, and I, I think we're all kind of bought okay. in on the Broncos' defense at this point. But for now, I am taking a step off of the cam train at least until he does it again he was uh, a top 10 fantasy quarterback so he still had some mm-hmm. value but yeah i again i just think we need to isolate that seahawks 370 passing yard game and just understand this is a run first offense they don't have a big play element yeah but cam's They're a little boring and cam's value comes from his rushing from his ability to yeah. get rushing touchdowns that which he true. did in this game to salvage fantasy points so even in an, an abysmal passing game he still got you some fantasy points it wasn't like amazing yeah, but no. i do have to say a decent game. james white with eight receptions for 65 yards i would i'm keeping an eye on that like i almost dropped james white and then i didn't and i'm glad i held on because he's getting integrated back into that offense and they had a horrible game and he still put up that sort of line i love yeah. the way they're using him and he's got Belichick's trust. So What I'll say, though, is that you just explained why it's so frustrating to own a Patriots running back. Yeah. And it's not just because like you don't know when it's going to be worth starting them, but also because you're using a roster spot on a guy where it's like, hey, he just put up this many receiving yards. Maybe you hold on another week to see if he does it again, and then you can start him. Next year, I am I am not getting into any of those situations in the draft. Like having like thought through all this and talked through all this as much as we have, those guys that yeah. you keep on your roster that you don't plan on starting week in and week out, those are just killers. Crazy enough, not a really high-scoring game for quarterbacks. Cam was under 20 points in conventional leagues, 11th Barely. quarterback for fantasy, so not bad. I mean, you were probably Insane. smart to start him. Like a most horrible likes. game, but he still finishes yeah. the 11th. Look at his fantasy points, though, this season per game. 25 against Miami week one, 34 against Seattle. Raiders week three, 11, Denver 18. Yeah. So we got to figure out which is the real cam. Also, but what did it cost for you to get him? I just want to say that. Yeah, no, yeah. basically nothing. Right. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of I reshuffling. I picked off with the waiver wire, so... Mm-hmm. This is the game I wanted to talk about next, but um, it's a perfect transition since we talked about the Patriots not practicing. Doesn't seem to matter not practicing to the Tennessee Titans and Derrick Henry. Oh, boy. Because he... He's otherworldly. He is, yeah. He's the LeBron of he's the NBA. He's a man he's amongst insane. boys out there. The way he's just stiff-arming people into another realm. Just... It's Jim Brown, like that, that breakaway speed too for a guy that big with that breakaway speed is just nuts, man. Watching that ninety-six mm-hmm. yard run, I was just like, yeah, taken aback. It's insane. Am I crazy for thinking that Derrick Henry is going to win somebody a Super Bowl at some point? Yes, yeah, like, because like rush, I like I seriously think that at some point don't in the next win Super Bowls. like five years, Derrick Henry is just going to be enough no, offensively that if you just get I'm that sorry. defense going. It's going to work out. I love watching good running backs, but running offenses don't win Super Bowls in the modern NFL. They just don't. Yeah, it's mostly true. 
Yeah. I mean, I could. Go, I I'll, I I'll mean, compile some stuff for you later. Derek Henry is right so now. ungodly right now. It's yeah. uh, seriously. Maybe I mean, he's already an outlier. It's not. It's crazy, but it's not crazy. And I love the way it opens up options for Tannehill as well with Johnu Smith well, and with AJ Brown back. AJ Brown looks like a beast out there too, man. He's throwing yeah. people around. That's he's, a big man. Yeah, I love Made it. Made it worth it to hold on to him. Because yeah, it was if tough. He did as, hold on to him. You know, and bit, lots of uh, we, Shout out to we the BFC all liked him pick him AJ up Brown. You know, yeah. yeah. There you go. Right, <laughs> right. You took advantage. Interesting. No Johnu Smith, but the tight end for the Titans goes off. Uh, Fersker, whatever his Ferkser. Ferkser, Um Just a nice endorsement for Johnu that even when he's not there, the tight end's still productive. Also, can I toot my horn on Derrick sure. Henry? Was I not the highest ahead, toot, on our toot. crew? Uh, I think you were. Yeah. Probably were. But it's not like we had him that far behind. It's like you're arguing, oh, I had him at fifth, and you guys had him at sixth or seventh. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, take your little pat on the back. We'll get to my pats later. The argument, oh, oh, we're going to yeah. get to your pats. The argument that is not settled is our phenomenal bet on the Houston Texans and oh who will God, be bro. their most productive fantasy receiver. <laughs> Every time I watch the Texans, I just think of oh, that. It's, I mean, it, it's like playing Russian roulette watching the Texans on red zone and seeing what receiver is going to get you the fantasy points. It was, thank you. It was a Will Fuller day. Love when I predict a Will Fuller day. Few things make me happier. Brandon Cooks didn't do poorly though. I mean, he still had what? 68 yards. Brandon Cooks, low key viable fantasy starter all of a sudden. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, I mean, it's the nine catches that really do it for you too. Like he is just such a key part of that offense in a PPR league. Like I, I think he is worth starting for sure. I mean, yep. yeah, I'm, nope. I'm starting them. Crazy. Yeah. And Especially David, since their defense is not very good, and they always have to they have to air it out to come back. So right. there's always right. there's always a chance. And, I mean, just nice seeing the Texans put up points. That's obviously big for uh, David Johnson owners, you know, Deshaun Watson owners. It's yeah. it's big. It's nice when that's a team that's productive. So right now, Will Fuller on the season, 455 with four touchdowns. Brandon Cooks, 367 and two touchdowns. So I don't know if we're going by yards or if wow. we're going by fancy points, but – it's somewhat close. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, and you know, Will Fuller's, <laughs> you know, clock's ticking. It's time to miss some time, Will Fuller. That's yeah. coming up. So. But, you know, yeah. you can say that about Brandon Cooks, too. So Certainly, certainly. And uh, the season, I think. You, you had Kenny Stills in that? <laughs> yeah. Well, the good ones were taken. Kenny, man. The good ones were taken. I don't know what happened says. to Kenny. <laughs> you, you started that off by talking about Kenny Stills, and we countered with the other two guys. Yeah, I know. But, but it was like a value thing. Kenny didn't even play, I don't think. No, he didn't. No. No. Yikes, you guys dude. can have Randall fun with Cobb. your bet, though. Yeah, Randall Cobb is going to have fun Kenny Stills. You're Take out of it. When you want to give it to me at the end. Any other storylines from this game? No. That's the you You can give it to me at the end. That's kind of how the Bengals felt in this Colts game. <laughs> the Bengals went up early, and then they were like, nah, I'll kind of give it at <laughs> you, to you at the end. We don't really care. David um, Johnson salvaged day with a touchdown. I don't – Yeah, it's – this is big for David Johnson that like the Texans are back to being a fun offense without. Yeah, yes, you know, but Bill also O'Brien. they scored 36 points and he only had 57 yards on 19 carries with one touchdown and he Three had one reception for, for 12. I, that's the that man to is me, worthless. That to me, how, worthless. I would worthless. say you could you I could mean, sell him for something right he's now. He's a top 12 back, especially considering yeah, all the injuries around the league. He's not, sexy, he's not worthless, man. but I would like to get rid of him, especially considering 
for me, the value going into the season was the fact that Bill O'Brien was getting raked over the coals because he made that trade for him. And I feel like he was getting pressured to play him more and more Mm. to basically recoup. Some cost fallacy. Yes. Yes. We love that one. But he's a victim of that, (laughs) and he like his job is on the line. Now, Romeo Cornell's job isn't on the line because they're going to find a replacement for him anyway, and he's just out there having fun and drawing up his new offense. And I don't know if David Johnson features in that offense enough to warrant where he was drafted and if you can get rid of him i think this is a sell high point I mean, right now. 19 carries though we're fast forwarding into this next game but these Bengals colts two interesting candidates who maybe you could target in a david johnson trade like jonathan taylor how long am i to wait for jonathan taylor to give me something uh, and i know we look I, like look by contract, Guy and I need to go through a two-minute rigmarole <laughs> of, well, the touches, and I say, well, the production. You know, and it, it's the endless back and forth, right, right? So he does have a really nice lock on that backfield. I will not argue that for it's the like a Sam and Diane thing we got going on here. <laughs> totally, <yeah>. totally, <laughs> totally. But, like, come on, against the Bengals, we get 31 points from that Colts offense, and I can't get more than 60 yards on 12 carries. I know. Nothing in the passing game. Oh, no. Four for 55. Yeah. That's how he always does it. In PPRs, he always gives you those nine points mm-hmm. on top of the six he gives you as a rusher. 15 points. Not bad in this, and in this climate for a running back. And Naheem Hines supposed to be the back. receiving back, too, which is wild to me. The Naheem Hines has just disappeared from this offense. But the difference nothing. between Jonathan Taylor and David Johnson, like, David Johnson just got his touchdown. That's the separation. Like, Jonathan Taylor gave you more rushing yards on 12 carries versus 19. Plus, he was more of a factor in the receiving game. No, I know, and I, that's what right. I'm saying so is, is I would rather have that for sure. because touchdowns, for sure. touchdowns are like they're super variable. Yeah, but like unless you're Jonathan Taylor not getting them. more consistent. Yeah. Well, and also, like, and then what is going on I there? Mean, as frustrated as I am, the arrow should be pointing up. Yeah. With David John, with Jonathan Taylor, for sure. Right. David Johnson, I think we've kind of plateaued. This is what he is. Yeah. Yep. Mixon so, yeah, instead, in a trade between the two, I would rather have. John I guess Mixon, you're not going to get him. No. T. Higgins, no. is that a nice David Johnson target? No. Higgins? No. Yo, I, Higgins? I like what he's. I like what he's doing, but wide receivers so deep that I value running backs almost twice yep. as much as wide receivers at this point. So I won't make a straight up trade like that unless it's like I'm getting a really good wide receiver. Not you either. We should all be valuing running backs twice as much as wide receivers. Yeah. yeah. Like, just availability. That's such a more valuable yep. commodity. Um, we are waiting for Mo Ali Cox, Henry. You keep talking him up. And well, he'll be back from injury this week, <laughs> and then he'll he'll be back and break out. It'll be just fine. I think that. I mean, the other tight end had a decent day, didn't he? Uh, oh yeah, Trey Burton is who they played instead of him because he didn't Trey play. Trey Burton, four Killed. catches, fifty-eight yards, and a touchdown. But those. Oof. I mean, he's gonna go back to being the number two. Like, I wouldn't jump on those waiver claims just because it will still be Mo Ali Cox's job once he gets back. Yeah. A.J. Green had a decent day. I don't know know if he's, like, resuscitated. I don't know if he's worth starting at this point. Tyler Boyd, I... Mm -hmm. I want to see more from Tyler Boyd, man. He has had some really good weeks. He's had some great weeks. I don't know. But Higgins now, Higgins is creeping, man. Yeah, Yeah. he still had had eight targets, so it's not like he's just, like, non-existent. Boyd's Boyd's the solid starter out of that group. Yeah. Falcons, Vikings, man. Oh, man, for a game that I didn't even think was going to happen. <laughs> but I do. I'm going to quickly pat myself on the back here. Someone asked us on the last week pod uh, who they should drop between Minshew and Matt Ryan. And Matt Ryan had just come mm-hmm. off like a six-point game. 
I said, I know I don't have evidence for this to be the truth, but I just have a feeling that Matt Ryan will come back under a new coach and they will feature him better because Dan Quinn is just dumb as heck. And, and he was yeah. beastly. Yeah. He and also, beastly. if you look at the two of them, it's I'm like, what is, back, man. what is Gardner Minshew's ceiling compared to Matt Ryan's ceiling? Like, yeah. it's right. You, Matt Ryan is definitely the guy that you Well, Minshew, Minshew has rushing potential where Matt Ryan doesn't. So, in fantasy, yeah. that means a lot. Yeah. But true ceiling, Matt Ryan's ceiling is like 5,000 yard passer and like exactly. top 10 all time offense. Yeah, um, and an NFL MVP because he's already done right. it. Right. Exactly. So, yes. Yeah. I'll pat myself on the back for this game. Justin Jefferson, we got a ton of questions Woo! with guys contemplating Jefferson and the flex. I stood by Jefferson most of the week. He was the most productive wide receiver in PPR. I started Jefferson in both my leagues. I don't know if I was against that, was I? I think you were mostly. The poor. problem is we had a lot of clay pools in there. Yeah. Oh, I think yeah. I think I was mostly on the so, stance that that game wasn't going to happen. So right, <laughs> I, I wasn't I wasn't ready to take anybody in that game because I was like, I don't want to yeah. I don't want to put too many eggs in that basket and then the game doesn't happen and then you're screwed. But anyways, um, Justin Jefferson, Claypool, dude, yeah. we'll get to that. Claypool, dope. we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, Julio Jones, when healthy, dope. Calvin Ridley, when still healthy, dope. Uh, Hayden Hurst has a decent game as far as tight ends. The underwhelming part of this game is the running backs, man. Alexander Madison just straight up mega letdown. So much mega hype letdown. last week. I was week wait, I was warning everyone. Nothing. I was warning everyone not to go all in on Madison, man. I know, but so you again, thought Cook might still play, right? Yeah, but I still I, it wasn't worth it to me to take Madison. Sucked. Yeah, mm-hmm. he, he was terrible against that defense too. Like, and that's <sighs> the thing is that you think like for for all the things that blown golden I, opportunity I, just so frustrating blown just golden so opportunity to not be able to get anything done all right the jv game of the night that was giants against washington football team <laughs> one of these teams doesn't even have a name um i don't know jd mckissick is that the storyline in this you sound so enthusiastic uh, about yeah, this I one. Mean, yeah. it's like we're taking a we water break straight over this i i will say daniel jones is like your your emergency qb start yeah, kind of does this, right? He, he ran for seventy-four yards. I watched him throw an interception, and it was just oh. such a bad throw. Oh, he's yeah. bad. in the back of the end zone. Good. It was just like, I, I, I don't know how anyone was just there. Like everybody in New York was like, "Oh, remember when everyone laughed at us for taking Daniel Jones? It was, what was it like tenth pick or something like that?" Yeah. And it's like, Six. yeah, can you hold your horses? And this is what you were holding your horses for Six was the fall back to earth. I don't know who needs to hear this, but if you're in a dynasty league and you're still holding on to Daniel Jones. Please sell now. Yeah. He will not be the quarterback of that franchise next year. He's just a sacrificial lamb. Yep. I would sell. You know, we, we talk about like Trevor Lawrence. Are there like three teams in the league that wouldn't draft Trevor Lawrence if they got the number one pick? And then you get to like Justin Fields at number two. And maybe there's like four or five more that you're like, yep, they are committed to their guy compared to Justin Fields. The Giants, though. Like if those two guys are off the board, I think they have to take a quarterback no matter what. Yeah, is this a uh, Kyler Murray and um, what was that guy's name? I don't remember his name. Cliff Kingsbury. Oh yeah, no. yeah, Josh Rosen. Deal. Yeah, Josh Rosen is uh, one of those situations where I it's mean, like you you just drafted Daniel Jones two years ago, but if you have a chance for the guy like a, I mean, yeah, two years I don't know ago was much Justin more Fields. normal. Josh yeah. Rosen was one year. Was That's one why year? it was kind of unique. I don't know enough about Justin Fields to say that, but Trevor Lawrence, that's that's easy call. But Justin Fields, would you, if oh, you're yeah. the Giants, easily? Oh, yeah. I'd say like as low as I am on Trey yes. Lance, like he's still. A but they have option. so many, they have so that's many like, holes to fill. That if you have that number two overall pick, if you can sell that for a ransom, 
and then fill other holes on your team. So yeah. that you can and trade up for a quarterback. If you next gotta year. get a franchise quarterback, exactly. You get a franchise quarterback. Like if you're is a Justin position, Fields that good though? Yeah, he is. Yeah, we're, we're kind of. You know, He's a lot better than Daniel Jones. Yeah, I'm like too far away from my recap. This here. is for Devi <laughs> yeah. League specifically. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, that, that's our little side tangent. On I will say though, Antonio Giants Gibson. If I'm in, a, if I'm in a dynasty, I I am very intrigued by Antonio Gibson and the way they're mm-hmm. starting to work him in. It's been slow, but I mean, slow. you're you're yeah, but you're seeing production, man. But nine attempts yeah. rushing, and he had four receptions as well. JD McKissick, this is kind of like this is an outlier for him, but for Antonio Gibson, I think this is like this is the way that they want to use him, and this is the way that they've been trending with him. Mm-hmm. And I see good things there. And right now, this is like I think this is as low as you're going to be able to buy him, mm-hmm. and he's only going to go up from here. So as bad as that team is, I think Antonio Gibson is the guy to own on the team, and that's with you know Terry McLaurin seven for seventy four. It wasn't he's not living up to where he was drafted, and until they get a good quarterback, he's not going to be that good. But Antonio Gibson, I think, can still produce without a good quarterback. And I think that when that good quarterback comes, then you're in great shape sure. with Antonio Gibson. That's why in develop or not development leagues, the dynasty leagues, yeah. that there is some upside long term that I like. In terms of like this season, if you're a playoff team, I don't think you're gonna want to be starting him. Yeah. Last one I'll touch on here. Evan Ingram, is he at all worth owning? Is he droppable at this point? He's been dropped. I dropped him three weeks ago. I mean he yeah. had one decent game. I think you got a touchdown last week or something like you that. You got a touchdown and, and, last week. Because remember, I was on this podcast saying, I know they're playing the Cowboys and he's going to go score and I'm going to look bad for cutting him, but I know that I'm not going to buy it's into it. I'm going to sell him anyway. Yeah. Well, here it was. I actually oh, like, got to play against him in, in that league where I cut him. Oh, nice. And <laughs> that was a great feeling. Two catches, 30 yards. It's like, yeah, this yeah, is what you deserve. He's one of the, he's a whack-a-mole guy. You know, there's like three weeks out of 16 that you could start him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good luck guessing those three. Yep. Um... Ravens, Eagles, praise the fantasy gods. Lamar Jackson is back to running the football, gets that rushing touchdown, gets 108 yards on the ground. They needed that. (sighs) Little else to take away from the Ravens standpoint. That's crazy is that the the odd grade offense that really has no fantasy starters outside of their court. Yeah, I was about to say that. Whack. They yeah. keep scoring all these points, and somehow Andrews, like man. none of these guys are startable. And there you've, have been some big You've been on this for a while. Too. Andrews, though, very disappointing. Yeah, and this is why you don't like uh, after the top two tight ends in the draft. This is why you don't draft those middle guys because mm-hmm. Mark Andrews looked promising, and this is what he's doing. Zach Ertz looked promising, and I mean Evan was Ingram was in that tier. Moments, I mean he was at the, the bottom end of for that tier. thirty-three. That's not what you drafted him in the third or the fourth for. Zach Ertz has been non-existent this season. Zach Ertz has been really bad. And you Zach had to, Ertz you has been like the fourth. He was he was yeah. seen as a top five guy. Yeah, yeah it's Eagles been fan, a bummer. Allie, you better cover your ears for this one. <laughs> Travis uh, Fulgham, though, nice waiver wire pickup. Yeah, loved him. <laughs> really sad news because Miles Sanders was killing it. Did he get injured against? Yep. Yeah, he Uh-oh. gets injured. It won't be playing next week. Boston Scott. No, yeah. I'm not. I'm not I, doing it, man. I agreed. I didn't. I don't know. I looked through. I week one. To week out. one. He did nothing. Yeah. And we've already been burned by handcuffs already. And I just. I don't see it in Boston Scott at this point. In a one-win offense, when he's probably yeah, still say. splitting time with Corey Clement, it's just. Not. In a PPR, you could do worse. That's all I'll say. Don't you know what's. <laughs> I I agree with okay, that. Eagles Allie. fans, don't sleep yeah. on Boston Scott. Allie's <laughs> gonna hurt us for these takes, but. I said Eagles fan Allie. Okay, Eagles fan. What's wild to me, though, is that uh, the the Eagles currently lead 
the NFC East in uh, what is it in point differential at negative thirty four? How crazy is that? Yeah, it's wild looking what? at the standings. Yeah, I don't think I want anyone on this team outside of Travis Fulgham, and that's a guy who I didn't even know is his name to start the season. I guess Miles Sanders, depending on his injury, if you could get him for nice. low right now, if you're if you're if you have a winning record and he's gonna be back in like four ish weeks, mm-hmm. I would try to buy him right now because that's your playoff push right there. Um, you might be able to take advantage of a team that's maybe you know like a one and five or a two and four yeah. that's desperate for wins. If you can go out and buy Miles Sanders, that's the only other guy I'd want on this yeah. team. Yeah, and my just terrible team that I have going, where I finally was excited. Which one? Because like, I know you have a uh, you have multiple terrible teams, I don't know. you? Well, uh, just the I injuries. Think you forgot I, to set some lineups. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Terrible. Left Julio I thought Jones that I did it, bench. but then we're on the tailgate How show dare right now. Oh, yeah. But yeah. isn't this your job? How yes, it's my job. Wow. Yes, it's my job. But, yeah, in the, in the one where I'm finally excited that I get to play Michael Thomas for the first time, oh. Miles Sanders out suspended. two weeks. It's like, ugh. All yeah, right. but didn't Michael Thomas get suspended? Oh, did he get suspended? Did yeah. I miss that? He punched people. Yeah. Oh, I didn't Okay. Get... So he's back from his injury, and he came to play because of his attitude. Okay. Well, yeah. Brown Steelers, we're really excited to talk about Chase Claypool. Oh. I'm putting an end to that conversation. I called this as the game the Browns fell back to earth, did I not? I wouldn't even endorse Kareem Hunt last week. Dude, that is how strongly I felt that. about this. Come on, anybody man. Called. If you were one in on the Browns, and they're one of the highest scoring offenses of the of the money was on the Browns spread in this. Thank you, and they're one of the highest scoring offenses in the NFL right now. I want to say they're top five. Dude, really exciting to watch. Dude. And OBJ Yo, has I've been watched. on fire. Kareem Hunt's been doing well, and I wouldn't endorse my boy Kareem Hunt. I wouldn't endorse him. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't take any of the Browns. And I said they're going to fall back to earth, and well, here we are. Yeah. And I also said Chase Claypool. Uh, he outperformed Juju, did he not? He did. He did Thank not you. outperform Justin Jefferson, but Claypool is a must own. He's a must start. He's the number one wide receiver in pretty nice offense. Also, mm-hmm. mad shout out to James Conner. Yep. Great, uh, great game. So we yep. have a, a question on the Discord that's relevant to this game, if you yep. want me to ask it. Yes, I would love for you to um, ask that. So, Joseph, uh, would you sell Phil for Juju or John Brown? So, Juju in this game. Let's go over his stat line versus Chase Claypool and how that relates to the Steelers moving forward. He had two receptions for six yards. Is that my reading that right? Uh, yeah, yeah, you are, why, you are not trading. I'm sorry, why would you be buying into that? Melvin Gordon, he's like, that's a, you know, he had a non COVID like illness and he's dealing with the DUI stuff, but he's not done on the team. He's going to be back at yeah. some point. So, Lindsay, even though he had a nice game, what's his future moving forward look like i mean in this season even if he is getting half of the touches that is still very much worthy of a running back two spot no he does already have cook drake swift and mike davis yeah as much as as much as i value running backs if you have those as your running backs cook swift who drake drake mike Mike davis Davis. i would sell drake i think that that's the move i think that at this point after a big game or, or we'll get there. We'll get or there. Or even sell Swift for John Brown. That's what if you can say. sell Swift, yeah. But I just like, don't. I, I don't need the sticker Swift price of a Juju. You know. Yeah, yeah, I'd be selling Swift and not Lindsay. Yeah. But anyway, I still know what you're getting for Swift. We'll get into Swift. Yeah, we'll get, we'll get back know. to this Cleveland Browns yeah, we will. and Pittsburgh um, Steelers game though. Yeah. No. I. Outside of James Conner and Claypool, though, I don't think you have too many takeaways, no. and the Browns' no. offense really crumbling back to earth. Yep. That's about it. We, before we jump into the second half of games, want to remind you, 
of our great sponsor, the DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, download their top-rated app now and use code DMVR when you sign up to get this can't-miss offer. You can pick either Penn State or Ohio State. Big Ten football's back. Ooh. Bet $1 on them and cash $100 if they win. That's $1 to win $100 and use promo code DMVR during sign-up for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. It's an amazing offer. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. You're wearing a Buffs jersey. You cover the Buffs. Mm -hmm. Ohio State plays Nebraska and Boo. will absolutely Boo murder the Huskers. Teams. You can put a dollar on Ohio State and win a hundred and just love life while you watch the Huskers get whooped on. That doesn't seem right. Is that how that works? You that's a yeah. phenomenal offer. You win hundred bucks. That's the yeah. offer. Yeah. That's why it's an it's incredible offer. You have to be like offer. a new user or something? That's correct. You do. Uh, damn. How you got a, like a new fake user, ID so or yeah. something you can use? No, Henry. It Henry, are you endorsing fraud live on our podcast? <laughs> Actually, oh, I think I might have accidentally done that. Yep. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> Bears Panthers. Suddenly, if I see one of these teams on the card, I'm going to have some pause fantasy-wise about starting the offenses going against them. No. Dude, the Panthers' defense yeah. has performed. Oh, it's kind mind. of been a fantasy oh. killer. Sorry, I thought you were saying you are you have pause about these offenses. You're saying you have pause against right. the, about the offenses going against them. Yes. I was going to say, this exactly. is all about the defenses. Exactly. Okay, cool. Exactly. Yeah. I misunderstood you. Yeah. I'm on board with what you're saying, though. No problem, my friend. Um, yeah, aside from that, hey, DJ Moore slowly but surely coming alive. Mm -hmm. um, he, Similar to Allen Robinson or David Montgomery, he's probably killing where you drafted him. But it's yeah. nice that DJ Moore hasn't had to be cut by this point because it was trending that way for a minute. It I was would, really close. I would sell, man. And even oh. even these last couple games, if like, you can, you better sell. But right. I'm not sure who's well, like you're saying it's at trending in a to, good direction. It but is. I mean, it sounds like you're endorsing keeping him. I would be like to me, this just is like, I'm glad he it produced. Depends who's there. I I always wanted him in drafts and was able, never able to get him, and I've been targeting him, trying to trade for him, and now all of a sudden, just like, ooh, now I'm staying away. I don't like the way he's being used in the offense, personally. I mean, he had a good game, don't get me wrong, but I still think that it's Robbie Anderson's... That That's his... be a fun exercise to do, right like... DJ would Moore, would you sell him for Juju? No. 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 Would you sell him for Keelan Cole? No. Who's on the next game no. we'll talk about? No. no. Kenny Galladay, yes. yes. T. Higgins? Yes. Yeah. Especially, yeah, that's where you start to get in dynasty. If you're in a dynasty. Ooh, yeah, in a dynasty. Uh, what DJ are you Moore, talking about? Uh, I no. mean, it's not Dude, like DJ no. Moore was a first rounder two yeah. years ago. Yeah, but ago, T. Higgins man. is developing chemistry with Joe Burrow. They're both oh. they're both rookies. DJ'll get there. T. Yeah. Higgins is a guy that I I was so just beside mm. myself that I didn't get T. Higgins in our dynasty league. Because you know, T. Higgins was only going about pick like tenth pick of my rookie drafts and dynasties. What? Yeah, he wasn't. He going was going super later high. than that. I'm saying he oh, was going sure. like second, maybe even third round. No, I mean he was around that IU yeah, Michael who cares Pittman. About his, uh, yeah, but who cares about the draft capital at this point? The way they're producing, but I'm and just saying the system that they're DJ in. Moore. 
Yeah. Yeah, but I'm 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 saying right now Higgins. where they're at and the offenses that they're in, I'd way rather have Higgins. One for one, straight up, DJ Moore, T. Higgins. I'd take Laviska? T. Higgins. It's no. close. Too soon. Really? It's too okay. soon. Yeah. I think I, mean, I like I like Lavisca, but he also has an injury history, and I okay. need to see that, and I need to see what yeah. happens with the Jags because that team is all of a sudden a mess. I will say, I don't want to invest the in that whole process. Office. The injuries have not really scared me all that much, just like because I was up so close and watching what happened with the injuries, no. and, and so that hasn't been too big of a concern for me. The thing about DJ Moore though is he put up. 87 catches for 1175 yards last year and mm. he has that proven already and yes. that's why it's so hard to take but a what's he doing instead. right that now would be my team. only yeah argument. i mean it, it hasn't Six been games is good. not a small sample size like but he was slow in the last two he's played up a little yeah i think let's see a little bit i mean he's out he's been their wide receiver one two weeks in a row yeah I don't know. That, that i'm can't still be not right. buying in i mean, well, I mean that's, if we want to make a bet we could do that I mean, you wouldn't sell. Would you sell him for DeAndre Swift? That's the next game we're no, getting into. I don't have anything. I've been very public about <laughs> well, disliking the Lions' backfield. It's time to eat some crow because DeAndre Swift, for wow. the first time in ages, yeah, 14 the first cares, time, yeah, 116 yards on the ground, two rushing touchdowns. I'll gladly eat this crow this week, and then once the Three season ends, and he does nothing else. <laughs> I'll be force feeding you, Crow, through a tube. I mean, you all. I think this is already goes against your. He's done in Detroit stance. Did I say he's done in Detroit? I mean, essentially, I, just, I don't want him. Essentially, you said you know it's over. There's no. <laughs> there's no point in having him field. whatsoever. I did say he was droppable. Yes, third yeah. most this, productive this running like, back in fantasy. This is like with Hank with uh, Evan Ingram. Where you're like, you knew you were going to get burned on one game, but in the larger scope, you're not going to regret dropping him. I mean, if you could sell him, go for it. I don't know. I wouldn't be holding on to him, man. I if I saw him know. on the waiver wire, I can tell you I would not pick him up. Think week one if he gets that touchdown, how much different oh his God. production is. Yeah. And he's trending in the right direction. He's a receiving he back. Yeah. I've held Just on to Just think about in Super Bowl 48 if that snap didn't Hanks go over Peyton's head. On. There's so many ifs in life. Hank's held on. But you can't change the past. And that was a horrible well, drop. I mean, it was his first start in his career yeah. in an odd offseason with no preseason. It was a fluky play. Fluky play, and you read too much into it. And that's why you're eating crow now. Matthew Stafford. <laughs> uh, I don't know what to do with Matthew Stafford. Uh, I guess he's fine, but he's Matthew Stafford. Exactly. It sucks because I was so high on him in the draft. I know, me too. Because I was like, this is going to be the guy that breaks out. And I was all in on Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones Jr. I don't know what happened, man. I mean, I guess the Lions just happened because that's what the Lions do. The Lions. I'm glad Lions. we don't have any Lions fans in the company because, boy, they'd be having a tough time. That'd right be now. sad. What was our Miles Gaskin bet? Did we set that at 18 and a half oh. in PPRs? I think it was 20. You bullied me into 20. I bullied you into 20. Got 16.6. Come on, man. That's still good. <laughs> that's my point, though. Is I wanted to lower it to like 15 or something, really or like 12. Yeah, still really 16. Good game. Come on. And that's the thing. Is you said it was an outlier. You game. said that that game against the Niners was an outlier, and it wasn't. RB and I guess seven. that that was the Jets. So I'm not going to take too much credit because everyone's whooping up on the I Jets. Mean, this is such an example of how bad running backs are in fantasy right now. He's RB7. <laughs> Jonathan in PPRs. Jonathan Taylor's RB8. Can I just say, though, that I called Miles James Gaskin Robinson's breaking out a week RB before nine. it happened? I've been on this Miles Gaskin train. James White, RB10. Since before it was cool. I'm like that guy that burns his mouth on the pizza. I mean, let's see, because now they've got a quarterback change there, and I wonder how it'll last. Oh, my God. Yeah. I just Can I just take a moment? I just want to thank 
Ryan Fitzmagic for everything that he's done. I can't believe that they're He'll going be with Tua right now because He'll be back. Fitzmagic I mean, has done nothing wrong, and they're making a QB change. This breaks my heart. Eh. I have him on two teams, and all of a sudden i got to drop him and pick someone else up even though he's been performing well and he didn't get injured, and the team isn't. Like, they're winning. That was his job. They're winning too many games. Like, like uh, yeah. Oh my yeah. god. That's what going, they're doing. Uh, you think so? Yes. I don't know. I, I think yes. that this was the plan. There's all no along. point in like, winning eight games with Fitzpatrick. This is the sort they of thing. If we're gonna do that, we might as well develop the kid. Uh, oh my god. I don't know. Well, uh, so I'm, I, I'm sorry I to break it to you. Like, but you're saying I it's think a, we have different views on tanking. Where I think that that is very, very, very rare. for them, so they lose games, they get a higher draft pick, and they get more experience with two at the same time. No, no, it's not even like purposely trying to tank, but it's like if we're gonna be too many games, if we're gonna be competitive, we might as well be competitive while developing the. Yeah, but if you start Ryan Fitzpatrick, what's your contingency plan? What at what point are you like okay? Like when you went into it, you're like, okay, this is what we're gonna give him a chance to do, and this is when we pull the plug. I think, and all of a sudden, doing too well was one of those. I don't think that was it. I I think that all the way through, like the plan was, you have you have the. I mean, this is about Tua though, and not Fitzpatrick. It it doesn't matter what Ryan Fitzpatrick did. He could have 20 touchdowns and zero interceptions right now, or he could have zero touchdowns and 20 interceptions, and I think he would have played the first six games. And at this point, they're subbing Tua in because that was the plan all along. Like I just want to say, hats off to Ryan Fitzpatrick because he's one of the, the I love watching him play, and he's so supportive of Tua, yeah. even in the face of because this playing so well, and you're gonna get benched. I mean, he's still supportive, and I yeah. I love to see that, and it okay. sucks because it's that's like that's because he that was his job this yeah. season. Like they sat him down and said, doing a good job. first half of the year, you're the starter, and then Tua's gonna take over. <sighs> He's so, a true hipster hero. He's a mm-hmm. professional Everyone man. Everyone loves his profession. Him. And what else? Uh, what else can Everyone he do to keep his job? I guess nothing. Anyway, exactly. elsewhere in this game, let's just say Jameson Crowder was one of your starts last week. The Jets got started, shut right? out, and he still had seven for forty-eight. He I will think never knock that his double floor. digits in PPR. Yeah, that's eleven point eight points, and that's his floor. That's absurd to me. I'd to sweat that out. I know. Um, but <laughs> that some, came like all in the fourth quarter, take didn't it, it? Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. Um, but hey, I'll, I'll take it. Um, what is? Where does he rank among wide receivers right now in fantasy? He's points be like, per game, he's top PPR. four in PPR. Are you serious? Points per That's game, hilarious, he's top four. Dude. He's a beast. I'm so glad. I have him in two leagues. And I'm just he's loving a it, dude. Um, he's just killing it. I think it's just that nobody else on that team is. Oh, even of a, a professional. Absolutely, he's the little uh, only. Absolutely, yeah. they're like two the Braxton F- Berrios horn. One not of those an weeks. NFL team. They're like there's NFL talent, but they're not an NFL team. Okay, do you think that they could beat Clemson right now? Clemson at full strength the age, without the, the opt outs. It's possible without the opt outs. It's different. Without the opt outs, uh, right now they'd beat them. It's close. Not. I mean, maybe not with Flacco. Though. The answer is no. We're getting lost on too many side tangents, though, yes. which I love. Packers, Bucks. This Packers. was a surprise, man. Dude. Wow. Hey, Hank, we'll let you take yeah. this one. Please answer for your boy, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I mean, and it's Bobby a bad game. Tanya. It's and a bad game. I'm not. If you're worried about it long term. Can we then... just say that the Bucks' defense is really good? I think we've been saying that. Without we? Vita Vea, though, this I was, didn't expect I know, them to shut this down was the like, run this like this. This was their biggest test. Mm-hmm. It was a huge test. Yeah, I mean, Todd they just, Bowles is crazy. a phenomenal. Can we say coordinator. seriously? They just stole the momentum phenomenal. in that game, and there was nothing the Packers could do. For What's the rest weird of the is way. fantasy-wise, Ronald Jones and Gronkowski, like as big of a blowout with the Bucks, thirty-eight points. There weren't other like fantasy standouts aside from Rojo and Gronk. Yeah. It's kind of crazy, man. Rojo, Rojo, yeah. Rojo, baby. Uh, yeah, he actually played really well. 
He's been great. Yeah. He's been great. I like which I, I didn't want anything to do with that Bucks backfield, but now that he's emerged, I'm oh, like I've been holding on have, to Ronald Jones stock for two years. It took it one week of Fournette for me to jump off the ship and then he <laughs> broke out. He yeah. was he's been great ever since. So I guess that's what it took. You know what's crazy? The Packers got beat worse by the Bucks than the Broncos did. So does that make yeah. by the transitive property of the Broncos better team than the Packers? I think the backs are going to be fine. Oh, I'm not on. worried about the no, Packers. No, no, no. This I is it. This is the end, dude. Yeah. The sky's I mean, falling. That was just uh, – it was so crazy to watch how that Packers offense just flew down the field. Like virtually In the first quarter, resistance. those first two drives, no, they were saying. doing so well. Exactly. First two drives, burn. they just fly down the field. Zero resistance. It looks like they're going to have their way. Meanwhile, the those Bucks can't get anything going the other way. Too. Then pick six, and you're just like, oh, wow. And then, and then a second pick, and you're just like – like we both did, we put more money on the Packers because it's like, oh, this is them. this is the chance. But then once that Don't momentum flipped, they just couldn't get it back, and that was interesting <laughs> to see. And like maybe that's what you take away from the Packers more than anything is like, is there like a lack of resilience? Just is like something weird and happened there. Down on the Packers, it was like a monster situation where it they just like lost their I don't know. But that was crazy to watch how they just all of a sudden went from incredible to terrible. And the game just, then they just never got it back. Yeah. Shout out to Jets Timmy for uh, his Rojo love. He finally was rewarding this one. Uh, the Bucks are 4-2 and two all of a sudden. No, we, yeah, we're looking good. into that? They're, they're good great. defense. Yeah. They're great. Yeah, they're Vegas had them as defense. a 10-win team coming into mm-hmm. the year. They're proving that to be true. Yeah, yeah, Gronk, good Gronk was 5 for 78 with a touchdown. You buying into that? Or was that just uh, an outlier? He's starting to look better. He, They're he basically is. finally out of preseason, out of training mm-hmm. camp. This is what a regular prep for a season would have taken. Yeah. God was finally starting yep. to be up to speed. Godwin was finally back from his injury, and he was much, though, 5 for 48. Much. I mean, that's that, in PPR, that's 9.8. That's not horrible. Yeah. No, it's not. But I mean, again, I think they're just they're just slow playing him because he's back from an injury. Well, sure, sure. But I just think back to like our top ten wide receivers coming into the year. Yeah, Mike Evans was perfectly healthy and had one reception for ten. So it's a disaster, yeah. man. Right? And it's a yeah. disaster. But we knew beforehand. Like we knew beforehand, it was going to be a down year. Like Tom Brady throws the deep ball or doesn't throw the I deep ball. You were Mike Evans, that Mike Evans horn. What? I don't remember correctly, but I thought you were tooting that Mike Evans I horn. I certainly was not. No, he but, was a Godwin guy. Uh-huh. Yeah, but like it was—I don't know. It's—it's it's just a tough Rams Niners like mega bummer. Yeah. Oh no, boy. I'm, no, I'm good. I, I thought okay. Um, <laughs> like everyone stinks here. Yeah. Except for George Kittle. Nice to have George Kittle back. Yeah. We had an Ayuk Debo Samuel bet. Ayuk gets me the touchdown, but then Samuel gets the touchdown and runs away with it. So. There you go. Congrats to you. <laughs> so um, congratulations. Uh, to an actual horn? Is that what I'm supposed to do? Raheem Moster, sadly injured. Maybe the waiver wire pickup is Jamichael Hasty, undrafted running back out of Baylor, who's kind of the next man up in that yeah, Niners know, offense man. who somehow makes it work. If you're desperate, you got to try something, then sure. But I think that that offense is designed to be run with like three running backs rotating in. I, I think that Raheem Mostert was just so good that the balance kind of shifted toward him. Mm. And I think we have a couple of years of evidence now that the way they want to run that is by just rotating guys in. And I think you're going to see a lot of Jarek McKinnon. I think that 
If, if you want to take the shot on it because you need a running back and you're at that point, you can. But I don't expect that shot to pay off. There are too many good offenses in the NFL that aren't giving you enough viable fantasy players in them. This needs to stop. Yeah. yeah. There are many problems in our world, but this one, it's up there. <laughs> Chiefs, <it>? Bills. <laughs> we will not debate that. Interesting right. comments from Clyde Edwards Hilaire after the game saying specifically the hate he received on this podcast is what motivated him to play better. Oh, yeah. Um, he goes off for 26 carries, 161 Famed yards. listener of this podcast, Clyde yes. Edwards Hilaire, yes. That's right. That's my boy. That's right. And I'm not going to claim myself a Chiefs yeah. fan, but... Yeah, I was I was holding on to him, and I was you naysaying were? both of you. you so were? I, again, my back is getting sore from all these pats, man. I think I might have a bruise right here. Yeah, is your oh. hand getting sore because you're the yeah, one patting too? It is. Well. Yeah. <laughs> Pat myself. Uh, <laughs> Pat it for me, man. That feeling might leave you swiftly, if you know uh, what I mean. Uh, Travis Kelsey. If there was one good call, it's that Travis Kelsey was worth a first two-round pick. Yeah, you kind of glossed yeah. over that last game, because I was going to say George Kittle was as well. Oh, no, George, George Kittle. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah, and amazing. I think he's glad that Jimmy Garoppolo is back. And my <sighs> question was going to be, do you think Jimmy Garoppolo, are you buying into him? Because the week prior, horrible game, and he got pulled. And then this week, he came back and redeemed himself against what was actually a very good team are in the Rams. The, is Jimmy Garoppolo, is he worth buying into? Yes, no. No, 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 no. never has, never A three-touchdown, zero-interception game? For me, I, I never has, never Against will. a good Rams team? I, and see, that's where I'm not Divisional. so sure. Like, I'm sort of getting some sell the NFC West vibes. What? Like, I know that everybody loves them, but, like, oh watching God. watching that 49ers-Rams game. I, I know, it. right? Watching that 49ers-Rams game, those are not too, like... Good, good football take. teams. I I, I don't take. think I that this was Jimmy Garoppolo take, being dude. good. Call nine one one. I need to get to the burn board. I don't think so. I think Ouch, that this. Dude. Do you know the Seahawks are in that division too? Oh, yeah. And I the think, Cardinals are in that division as I well. Think, I, you want to sell the whole NFC West? Is that what you just well, said? Well, I mean, I'm Cardinals. not selling it in terms of like every team is now bad, but this love where it's like they might be they're going to have four playoff teams. It's like right. I think that they're going to have like the Seahawks going to win the division. I think. Okay, the Cardinals bro, when two teams play against spot, each other, you know one of them has to lose or they tie, right? Like, it's still very. They're still the best division in football. Easy. I don't. I think I'm saying, saying that, South. He's saying that might be the it. case, but the whole like four teams are making the playoffs. Yeah. Not four, no. But that's but what people were this saying. This year, it's mathematically that possible. That's possible. Yes, this I know. This year, it's mathematically I know, possible. and I've been down on the 49ers. I said because they're Super Bowl mm-hmm. hangover. Yeah, I said yeah. they weren't going to make the playoffs. For sure. So I'm not on that for, for Super Bowl, or four teams in the playoffs take. I still think the NFC West is easily the best division in football, though. We'll see. Who do the Rams have this week? We'll see. Two like, and a half. I have not been impressed with that. Team. Over under two and a half playoff teams from the NFC West. Oh, I'll take under. He's taking the over. Let's do it. Yeah, Rams. Henry, Bears. you better take the under. Rams Bears this week. That's oh, going to be a great God. game. Ugh, yeah. I, NFC North. I mean, not fun to watch. Bears, like the Bears man. aren't fun to watch. No, that's a good football team. To watch. Final. The Bears. <laughs> final. Okay. Yeah, the Bears. I, yeah. Ah, the Bears have been really messing with me up and down <laughs> <laughs> all year, but mostly up. Five Some and one. That's the thing. Game, right? Yeah. Another team that's been messing with a lot of people. The Cowboys. Wait, That's wait, we're just glossing team. over that last game. <laughs> I'm still not getting to my takes here. What, Chiefs-Bills? Oh, no, I did want to ask. Is it time to sell on the Bills? Uh, like Josh Allen, you know? We had a, like, would you so rather well. Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen two and, weeks ago or yeah. something? And I said and I, Josh Allen isn't going to be able to sustain this. And he hasn't. <laughs> <laughs> like, I And I you said know. you... 
Uh, don't worry about what was said. Exactly. What, what are what we is saying going now, I have to guy? be right. I have no. to be right all the time. <laughs> it's a disease no, I have. Uh, you'll do enough of these <laughs> where you'll forget what you've said and you don't even care. I do want to say, Devin forget. Singletary, I was very disappointed in that game from him. Dude. I was riding him so high and then like he, he did not show up. That's I will say it's the Chiefs and the Chiefs, you cannot run on the Chiefs. Not well, because they have true. a good run that's defense. True. But because they just air it out so much that they don't give you the opportunity, they don't give you the game script to run it. So yeah, I know. they go up oh, so like big, too far you, into yeah. it. But Devin Singletary was expecting more than that. Y- yeah, I mean, outside of Diggs and Allen, there aren't viable like lock them in every week fantasy starters on this team. Exactly, no. exactly. But because of the way that the running backs are working, if you have Singletary. And you know that he is going to be the lead guy. I guess with Zach Moss back, it was like two to one this week. It How do really you not start true, him, even though he guaranteed just, touches? He's just not a good Soon running enough, back. Is the problem? Swift is going to be the guaranteed touch guy in Detroit too. <laughs> yeah, I can't wow. wait. Um, all right, the are you selling Josh Allen? Are you selling Kyler Murray? What? <sighs> Nine of twenty-four, my man. One hundred and eighty-eight yards. Yeah, against care. the trashiest defense in the entire it's NFL. Seventy-four yards rushing and a touchdown. No, I understand. I'm not selling, understand. Are you asking me, of all people, if I'm selling Kyra Murray? What do yeah. you expect is the answer? Because no. it hasn't been an boy. exhilarating season. He didn't yeah. need to do anything in that game. He didn't look great, though. <sighs> he didn't need to do anything, man. That's, no, I no, get I it, think, but he didn't look great. And maybe when no, he I won't he play fine, against a defense that gives up 40 points to everyone, including the Giants, no, we might fine. have a problem. No. And it's going to be a big test for the Cardinals fine. against the Seahawks this week. All I right. think this is where you learn a lot. Oh, I'm really excited for this he game. This is my right. game of the week, dude. I, yeah. Kirk, Christian Kirk, great game. One yeah, of my sleepers coming into no, the season. It's, a, it's an outlier. He's he picking it up. He's two receptions for two touchdowns and 86 He's yards. That's an absolute outlier. Up. When no. you score a oh touchdown 100% of You're supposed to the be the t- statistician. 100%. That's an outlier. Kenyon Drake, he's resuscitated. That's not a stat. That is a fact. Allie, can you hit me with that oh, sound you're, clip, you're please? In on when you talk about Kenyon Drake, no, he's dude. resuscitated. Yeah, he's back. It's a res- I mean, back. No, he's back. Yeah, don't don't help me, dude. Again, like, how bad is this defense? Exactly. Exactly. Devontae Freeman was viable. Okay, we've got a clip. Yeah, you oh, got a clip. Play it. Oh, oh, who are <laughs> yelling? <laughs> Drake. You don't like the Drake. I hate the Drake. I love the Drake. How could you not like the Drake? Who's the Drake? Who's the Drake? The Drake is good. Yeah, it's like 11 seconds. <laughs> Got to love yeah. the Drake, and I'm glad yeah. he's back. Oh, and, uh, in your face. Wait, should I not drop Drake? Question mark? No. Here's the thing, though. Oh, don't hear the thing. No, well, we gotta talk this. We gotta talk this out. This is Hank will not let me be happy. To all the listeners out there, you don't see the behind the scenes. Hank is so opposed to me ever being happy. Actually, this isn't about. I don't know. (laughs) This is about the good people. (laughs) The good people. Here's the thing about Kenyon Drake, though. He scored on that 69-yard touchdown run, which you can't take away from him because he did it. But that was also like when they should have been kneeling out the clock. It just happened to be that there were too many seconds left that they couldn't kneel on third down. talk about how the box was loaded from the Cowboys and he snuck through and on that fluky play, 69-yard touchdown. He had like 52 fantasy points. So without that fluky play, it's like 40 points. But yeah. No, that's a 12-point play. Right. But without that, he still had 40 points is my point. Without that quote-unquote fluky play, he still had a very good game otherwise. Before that, he had 19 carries 
for 95 yards. That's he five yards a carry. Points. That's a good day. But that's also against potentially Miles the Gaskin. worst run defense in football. And it's not like he totally like destroyed that defense. It was like he had a good day for running back. It now wasn't you, as good as Phil's day. And and this is Kenyon Drake. Like it wasn't as good as Phil. That's the thing. Is now, if you, you should sell him you now, sh- you gotta sell him. Seriously. If you can't this yes. is last chance saloon to sell high, right? No. I'm not selling you. I refuse. I won't. Okay. Let's go. I'm dug in. I oh, and I will never change. It, I'm all for it. I'm I'm Mac of this group. It. I am the Mac. I don't know. I'm all for it. I love that. We need to do rapid fire questions. Space bar. Start Fulgham versus the Giants or Lockett versus Fulgham. Arizona. Fulgham. Lockett. What? Fulgham. Do you want to make us a bet? Yeah, let's do it. Boom. Yeah. I mean, Lockett's just been too good to bench. What are you talking about? Right? He disappeared the week before. They just had a bye, right? And he disappeared yeah. the week before I mean, that. Disappeared seems excessive. He yeah. dropped oh, three yeah, passes that were like all catchable, and DK Metcalf has not missed a beat. I, but I mean, it's it, DK Metcalf in my eyes is the wide receiver one. There okay, in, I'm going full. I just don't think Thank it. Bankop Gronko. The yeah. only three healthy running backs I have are Philip Lindsay, Devin Singletary, and Daryl Henderson. How much trouble am I in? And a would lot. you pick up Boston Scott or JD McKissick? I'd add you Jermichael to Hasty to that. You, you have, to, have do something. to do something. If you could pick up all three of those and just jettison any tight ends and quarterbacks you have that are extra on your bench you need to be filling the entire depth of your bench with running backs in to order try though, and hit any lottery pick in order though i think my priorities this week would be mckissick hasty scott no i would go give them in order i would go scott hasty mckissick okay i uh i'm really confused by mckissick just because of the way I think he had like weirdly explosive plays when he got the ball. Is that right? Yeah. I, I can't remember the stat line. But do but, you want but any I part of I'd like lean, Washington in general? I think I'd lean Boston Scott. Thank you. And then McKissick and then Hasty. Okay, beautiful. <laughs> so TK Freeze asks, would you thing. guys trade Chase Claypool for Nick Chubb? What? In all formats, I think it's a yes. When's Nick Chubb going to be back? That's no, no, for this season, it, it's a non-question. Yes, you trade him for. In keepers or dynasties, let's assume that's what the question is built around. I still think it's yes. And this is kind of my argument between comparable tiers of wide receivers and running backs. In redrafts, running backs are so much value, more valuable, you prioritize them. In dynasties and keepers, wide receivers have such a longer window of being highly productive that you gotta value them much higher. Oh man! So I say yes. You trade Claypool in all formats. You disagree? This is a real Sophie's choice for me because, as any listeners of this pod know, yeah, I'm, I'm so really like anti Nick Chubb. I know. I'm shocked. I'm very pro even... Chase Claypool, but at the same time, I have been very vocal about how much I value running backs over wide receivers. Uh, in in terms of when he'll be back. Uh, Nick Chubb, they said initially initially that he will be back this season, but it will take several weeks. Since then, we've gotten updates that have said that he's progressing much quicker than normal, and typically you miss three to five weeks with an MCL sprain. And so he should be back maybe by the end. Well, three to five weeks, he got injured two weeks ago, right? Yeah. So so I think if if you can get Nick Chubb for Claypool, then you got to do it. I would say yes. And finally, we've kind of touched on this already, but just to reiterate, Count Locke, you'll ask, is Juju even startable at this point? Unfortunately, he is not. No. No. Yeah. 
uh, guys like Claypool, Jefferson, our top waiver claims Fulgham of the last several weeks have already outplayed him. Yep. Any closing notes be say, before we say goodbye to the good people and we remind them to listen in on our Thursday show where we'll be doing more questions, more lineup um, stuff, more would you rather as we kind of have some fun segments. We'll have Justin Michael on, who was great two Thursdays ago when you were gone. Henry won't be oh, man, here, so Henry, any final Thursday. notes you have? God, I'll save him for the tailgate. You can rewear it. Okay, he'll save it for <laughs> oh, the tailgate. Thanks. Tune in to that Sundays only. Thank you guys, yeah. as always, for tuning in to the Fantasy Pod. We really appreciate it. And I remind you, you'll find us in the Broncos pod feed. Subscribe to the Fantasy Pod feed specifically because we won't be in there mm-hmm. uh, forever. Uh, so get on that while you can. Quick question for Producer Ali. And subscribe and like us on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Producer Guy, you produce, you created on the DNVR YouTube channel a playlist for DNVR Fantasy. Yes, sir. Yeah. So you can run all, over all of those. You can edit those together and absolutely roast us on our bad mm-hmm. uh, takes. You can make a highlight reel of all of Guy's great takes that he's had through the year. Only uh, one is over I think you'd like that. Yeah, you could even go back and maybe <laughs> remind us of some bets that might have been lost oh uh, God, along the way. So many that we're just not keeping um, track of. I already know. That's it. right. You're sipping on your coffee. We will be back Thursday. Thank you, as always, DMVR Fantasy.